Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. I am Billy Embody. With me is Shay Dixon. Hope you guys had a great Fourth of July. We are back at it as well. Uh, Maddie B has been keeping you guys uh, entertained with some of the schedule preview content on the YouTube channel. So we appreciate you guys for subscribing to that. But we're here today for a little down and dirty recruiting podcast. Some decision dates have been set. Um, a key LSU target is one that is kind of back into the mix after a little bit of a quiet time. But let's lead off with, I think, the biggest news, Shay. And that was um, on Thursday morning, Caden Durham, four-star running back, um, was on Jordy, Jordy Collada's show, friend of the program and announced that he would make his college decision on August 25th. This is big news for LSU. This is a key target for them in the 2024 class, and it is the only really running back target on the board right now for Frank Wilson. It's been an OU battle. A&M's kind of been lurking. Some other schools have been linked, but with the decision date now set for his season opener uh, on the day he's going to, uh, I think they get their Championship rings that day from that state title win in December. LSU could be in for some good news, or this one could go the way of the on three RPM. We've said from the start, everybody has said that Oklahoma would be the team to beat for Caden Durham. Billy, you're in the Dallas area. Duncanville is a school that's heavily recruited uh, by Oklahoma over the years. And with his mother running track, at OU, which is something he wants to do. He wants to run track and play football in college. 
there were very obvious pitches for why the Sooners were going to be the team to beat. He has tons of offers. It's very clear at this point, the only school he's looked at very seriously beyond OU is LSU. And LSU, Billy, you mentioned it, it's been like Durham or in this class. And you don't often take that approach, but LSU's in a position to do it because they've got like eight running backs on roster right now. Obviously, some of those guys will be leaving after this year, but you're still going to have a deep running back room that's got talent. And in the 2025 class, which is the next class, you've got Harlem Berry in Louisiana, who's the number one running back in the country. You've got James Simon in Louisiana, who's a top 10 running back in the country, offers out to them. Frank Wilson's already been around those guys a ton. They were at camp together. So you have a good feeling that really good news is on the horizon with those guys. You know, when you get to put a focus on the 25 class, you feel good about the current room, especially with a guy like Logan Diggs coming in which is why Frank Wilson early on said Caden Durham has something that everybody else doesn't, which is sub 10 four speed, right? I mean, he's a running back at 200 plus pounds who's running as fast as a lot of the sprinters in the country that don't even play football. And he's doing both. So that rare blend of talent, size, speed production is why they circled Durham. And, now we feel like, Billy, LSU very much is in this with a decision date a month and a half out, which all but one weekend of that month and a half, Billy, will be a dead period where he can't see any coaches face-to-face, which I think is a very interesting storyline to track now because where does he go the final weekend of July? Because that's the only chance I'll have to see any coaches in person. And if it's LSU, that means he's given LSU his final two visits before he announces, which could be telling. Yeah, I completely agree. And this is one where the buzz really picked up around Oklahoma after they hosted him for an official visit. It almost seemed like he was going to shut things down after that visit to Norman. His mom, like you said, ran track there. He's got a bunch of family up there. Uh, A lot of people are talking about how he wears 29 for DeMarco Murray, who's the running backs coach for the Sooners. But LSU swung back and got him on campus at the end of June. That stuck out to me. Now, when I talked to him and I'll say this about Caden. He has kept his cards close to the vest about top schools, kind of when he'd take visits. Um, And for the most part, unless you kind of pin it down and say, hey, I heard this, he's not going to tell you if you say, well, what visits are you going to take? But he did tell me that LSU and A&M were really the two schools he was looking at visiting for that last weekend in July. The way Caden has kind of gone about things I'm not so sure about that. That's where I'm kind of like, all right, so OU isn't even in the mix for you to be that last visit in July. This one is going to be very interesting. He's a prospect that just has played his cards very close to the vest. Um, This would be a huge win if Frank Wilson can pull this off. This would be, I think, his first out-of-state running back signed uh, as a recruiter at LSU. Um, And to do it at a high school like Duncanville, a state championship winning program, all of those things would be a massive, massive deal for him. And Caden is really, since the end of his season, has put on a bunch of weight uh, in a good way. Has really just become this bigger back who isn't that tall, but has the ability to really make some plays. Frank Wilson has really stacked up some talent in that running back room, has a chance to do it again in 2025. If he can pull off Caden Durham, that'd be a huge deal. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Massive. And I don't mind the Caden Durham robust strategy simply for the reality of they've got a deep room right now. They'll be in on the top guys in 25. You can always take a portal addition who's a bit older. If you feel like you're in a spot where you miss on Durham and you need somebody next year to help out. Um, I, I just, I don't know where I'm leaning on this because I can easily agree with everything OU says about the connections, mom being there, being closer to home, all of those things. But I also see the work LSU's done and how he's given them visits and really been sort of vocal about the impact LSU's had and his relationship with Frank Wilson and the chance to run track at LSU, which LSU's track program, very simply put, is a bigger and more successful track program than OU's is. So there is a lot of things working in LSU's favor. And, and I'll wrap up just saying this. When he got done with that OU visit, Billy, you can remember there was buzz around like, all right, OU's popping a number of guys. Caden might be one of them. People getting stories ready. People thinking about getting graphics ready, all that. We both thought, all right, makes sense. I mean, they closed it. They did the deal. They always were the leader. There was their official. We knew he wanted to do it before his senior year. It's probably done. And then all of a sudden, LSU switches. He says, I'll use an unofficial visit, but comes all weekend and does everything that officials do and saves an official visit for later. <clears throat> you don't do that if you're not interested in LSU. You would just have them pay for your visit or you just don't go on the visit and you commit to OU. Those things didn't happen. So I do think LSU is very much in this. I don't want to set anyone up for a heartbreak, but I do think they're very much in this one. I completely agree. And, and we'll be tracking it. I mean, it'll be interesting to see where uh, he pops up or down uh, in, in at the end of July. Uh, that'll be telling uh, he is. Uh, you know, uh, Colin Simmons had him on his Instagram story. He was all decked out in LSU gear. That's always going to get fans excited and things like that. But uh, there is a long uh, kind of month and a half-ish until Duncanville opens that regular season against South Oak Cliff and and Caden Durham will announce at some point that day, he said. So going to be very interesting. That one is one of the most uh, difficult ones in a, in a way to really pin down. Uh, it seems like it's down to a pair of schools, but He's also done some different things um, as far as officials. And he's also uh, just, you know, he could have, like you said, he could have just committed um, after that Oklahoma visit, um, like everyone has kind of thought he might. Um, but uh, LSU is swinging back, not only with Caden Durham, but uh, they've got a couple of defensive back prospects we're going to talk about that are very much still on the radar for the Tigers to reel in. Let's let's start off with Kai Bates, uh, who's out of the Orlando area uh, and has blown up on the recruiting trail since the beginning of the spring. Alabama, Florida State, Tennessee, LSU, Ohio State are all the programs that hosted him during the month of June. And LSU had the last visit. And we thought going into June, LSU was the leader. And I would still maintain that. I think going into June, LSU was the leader in his mind. 
he goes on the Tennessee visit, I think, and that was the one where after you talked with him, after I ended up talking with him, that was the one that really stuck out in a big way. But LSU is very much in this one and still could come away with his commitment. It's just interesting how sometimes things play out. And he was so good about getting back with us. I thought he would be out of that weekend the easiest guy to catch up with out of the official visitors. Lo and behold, he goes dark as soon as his visit ends and takes that all the way through the 4th of July, gets back with us and just says, oh, I was just kind of taking some time away. What'd you make of all that, Shay? I believe him. I mean, when I talk, I probably talked to him for 30 minutes just, and we had a long story on the site where he talked about every team and we've called him the JV and Toviano of this class. And what we mean by that is not only is he a DB, but great kid, very respectful. His parents are going to make sure that he's giving every team the time of day. He's going to make the visits like he did and be very diligent about it. And he's not going to be all over social media, hyping up one school to troll them to get another, you know, it's none of that. It's look after, and he said it, he was like, after that LSU official, I had done four officials straight on weekends and I did an official, or I should say did four straight weekend visits plus an official during the week at Florida state. So he was like, every time I got back to the house, I was turning around to pack up to go to another official visit. And in that time, I was nonstop fielding calls from coaches trying to say, bump that official visit, come to our school, you know, and it never stopped. So I think after the LSU visit, the final one, he was like, look, I put the phone down and I just needed some time to think. And he described it as being stuck right now. And I think I'm not going to put words in his mouth. This is my opinion that LSU is the team that the others had to beat. And now he's thinking, did a Tennessee jump past LSU enough for me to make that decision? You know, and look, Florida State's in it. Bama's in it. Ohio State. Bama's actually already gotten some corners. I haven't looked too deep into to Florida State or Ohio State's classes. But I think this is LSU or Tennessee for my read on it. Robert Steeples has done a very good job here. And I think what they're selling him on is the reality that at a school like LSU, you're going up against elite players every single day in practice. It won't just be a chance for you to put – if your goal is I want to play in the NFL one day, well, how much film do you have out there? Well, that sometimes people think that just means the six games a year you went up against somebody who was going to get drafted at receiver and you actually got that matchup and here's how you fared. You'll remember, Billy, when Stingley got picked, the very I think it was what number two pick, three pick, whatever it was to the Texans, they didn't roll out his SEC film from the matchups on Bama, all that. They started with practice film against him, against Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. And I think the pitch to a guy like Bates, and if you're at LSU in general, is if you come getting that work in every day and development of what LSU at defensive back um, through multiple DB coaches and putting guys into the league is something he certainly notices. And I also think he's just looking for the right fit and where does he feel comfortable at and all those things for an 18-year-old, or he might not even be 18 yet, he's probably 17, uh, to mull over and have to make this decision before his senior year of high school is a lot. So I am I totally believe him when he very honestly says, look, I'm torn. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, but I will find out and make a final decision here within the next month. Yeah, I, I don't really have too much more to add because you hit it on the head. And I caught up with Kai multiple times. Um, over the phone, very well spoken, very in-depth, like you mentioned. 
And now that he's kind of reengaging, I mean, one, the way he talked about everything, I fully believe him that he's torn. And I do think LSU and Tennessee are probably the two schools that have his attention the most at this point. Um, he is trying to sit down and make the best decision for himself when it comes to development and where he can see himself because he, I mean, honestly, he has great options. You know, he does. And Tennessee's resurged in a big way. Um, they beat Alabama last year. They have a lot of buzz around them. LSU has that history of developing defensive backs through the years. Robert Steeples has done a really nice job, I think, coming on to the college scene and really making a name for himself really quickly as a guy who can develop defensive backs. Obviously, Alabama, Ohio State are in there as well. Florida State um, has Pat Sertain uh, Sr. on the staff, who's done a nice job recruiting Kai. I just think he's torn, and I think by the end of the month, we'll know a decision. It wouldn't shock me if it's LSU. It wouldn't shock me if he went elsewhere. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I will say this, too. Um, from speaking with sources, this is and has been their dream DB finish here. If they could get Andre Evans and Kai Bates as boundary corners, Juwan Johnson is a pretty versatile guy, obviously one of the best athletes in the state of Louisiana, really in the country. And then Wallace Foster in the nickel. It would be a really nice haul uh, for steeples in this class. So we'll see how it unfolds. Yeah, and and one, one prospect uh, that is in the state of Louisiana that has gotten a ton of buzz lately um, is uh, four-star defensive back out of John Errett, Wardell Mack. Uh, and LSU leads the on three recruiting prediction machine. You know, this is a prospect that has long been on the radar for the Tigers, but there's been a lot of buzz around Texas lately. The Longhorns hosted him for that last official visit before the month of June ended, and they're on a little bit of a heater. But the weekend has come and gone. We haven't seen Wardell make a decision or an announcement at this at this stage. This is one that I think in the end we see Frank Wilson and this staff take care of business and get him to Baton Rouge. I think that's where Wardell ultimately wants to be, but it might be like a Jawan Johnson where they take a different road to get there maybe, or it takes a little bit longer than maybe even some people would like, but we, you know, you, you posted some notes on the site about him. Everybody was ready to melt as soon as, you know, picks came in elsewhere but it's it's still a process here, and I think with Wardell, you're going to see him, in my opinion at least, end up at LSU in the end. I'm not. I won't surprise if in a month and a half, whenever it is that he commits, if he does commit to Texas, would you? It it wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't shock me. And and look, Texas has you know gotten a little bit of some groundwork laid in Louisiana. You know, they got Derek Williams without any drama, uh, and he's a very, very good player. And even Alabama, who would have liked to have had Derek Williams, you know, they didn't get any sort of movement there, and, and they recruited Westgate. I think for, for Wardell Mack, this is a 
it, this is a recruitment that isn't as easy as LSU thought it was maybe going to be um, in this, from the standpoint of Wardell had been a constant visitor. It seemed like all of his actions were very much LSU and I'm going to just take some other visits, but it's a little bit more open than I think we thought maybe let's say back in January. But I do feel like LSU is going to get him in the end at this stage. Yeah, and that's what I was asking. You know, like, look, if he's going to make a decision in the next month, month and a half, whatever it might be, maybe it's Texas. I, I can't promise you one way or the other right now, but I think the team that's got the best chance to sign him in December is still LSU. And I say that because he's a John Eric kid. They're going to put a lot of focus there. They've already got Kyrie Lee out of Eric committed. Um, he should be, at, at least LSU's hope is that he's going to be at the pool party uh, the Bayou Splash at the end of the month, he would come over with Kyrie. I think a key for LSU will be getting his family back around and getting in with his parents and being able to have a lot of those discussions that you have on visit weekends and you will have on an official visit weekend. Those are going to be important to me. So we've seen Mac visit plenty. And like you said, now we use the summer to visit other schools. Where does it really stand? Maybe Texas is the team that's sitting number one in kind of his view right now. But I think the more he has background at LSU, especially with his parents, uh, will only push LSU back up that list. I'm not pressing the panic button here. I love him as a player, too. I think he's a really, really good option uh, who could be a safety for you as well. Um, so the versatility, he already plays two ways at John Errett. Um, really, really good athlete. I, uh, I think this is someone that LSU, to the end, is and will be prioritizing. Yeah, no doubt. Um, love Wardell Mack. Think he's a really, really high end prospect, and uh, LSU is is pressing for him. For him, and it makes sense. They're trying to lock down the state of Louisiana, and Wardell Mack is a key piece of that, in my opinion. So we'll see how it plays out. One thing that is playing out very well um, for Bengal Tiger subscribers is our partnership with Rogue Shop. And you just missed as we're recording this. Uh, it ended yesterday, the 20% off deal on all edibles. So hopefully you jumped on that um, ahead of the 4th of July. Um, Shay, I, I've now got my wife who has a little bit of back pain, kind of like you. She's on the pain cream. And it's kind of helping with that recovery from some of her workouts that she does. She's a former track athlete. So she kind of deals with some of those aches and pains at times um, when she's off at some of those insane workouts that I certainly can't do. Rogue Shop, promo code Bengal Tiger. 10% off your order. Richard and Char, just hook it up over there for whatever you're dealing with, whether it's sleep issues, pain, anxiety. It's the way to go. I'm not going to name any post by their name here. Uh, but we've had some melt on the site uh, over the past, Billy, that I think the road shop could be very helpful with. There's guys uh, and girls on the site, uh, both, uh, that are falling to they're falling victim to melting about recruiting six months away from signing day. I can only do so much for you with uh, trying to talk you off the ledge. If what I'm saying, Billy saying isn't in get on rogueshop.com, pick out some stuff for anxiety, put in Bengal tiger. It'll be at your house within a few days by next week. You'll be in a completely new mindset. Nobody will even notice that you were melting anymore. So uh, this was pointed out on the board this week that Rogue Shop has been the perfect recruiting sponsor for LSU this cycle. As uh, as fans wonder, will it be a top 10 class or will it not be? Or which direction does it go? Or do we get this guy, all this? I'm getting anxious just thinking about it. So 
Rogueshop.com, Bengal Tiger promo code. Give them some business. Get yourself some help out there. Get yourself some assistance uh, with any stress or anxiety related issues, especially related to following recruiting. Yep, that's the way to go uh, is get it in time. Get your uh, order figured out in time for football season, too, when it gets uh, stressful. You're dealing with recruiting and uh, the team uh, each week. So check them out, roadshop.com, promo code BENGALTIGER, 10% off your entire order. Shay, we're not done talking about decision dates. Five-star quarterback Bryce Underwood announced that he will make his decision on January 6th, the birthday of his late grandmother, And this matches up with what I was told by his dad. They wanted to make a decision early in 2024 after taking some game visits, getting around some of these programs, being able to see them a little bit more in action on game days, and then they can start recruiting for wherever they end up. This is one of those, would be, in my opinion, a historic land for LSU if they can pull this off. He was there for camp. He also checked out Alabama, Michigan, and Ohio State over the summer. Handicap this one leaving June, at least, or entering July. We don't know if he's going to be somebody that um, enters uh, the or heads into a, a visit at the end of July. He is very much focused on his senior season at this point and preparing for that. Uh, he's got an opportunity to once again put a major, major uh, stamp on his uh, resume with another state championship. He was uh, the Gatorade player of the year um, coming off of last season. Uh, he completed almost 3,000 yards of passing for 39 touchdowns with four picks um, as a freshman, but then came back uh, to once again put it together for an undefeated state title run in 2022. Shea, Handicap this one for us uh, when it comes to Bryce Underwood. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Oh, this is tough. You're making me do the handicapping. I I think it's either LSU or Michigan. I think that we have to remember early on that people talked about Bryce wanting to go to a school in the SEC or in the Southeast. And while he has taken a look at plenty of schools down here, it's been LSU that stuck out. He gave them multiple visits this spring. He's going to be back for a game in the fall. And then he's going to make that decision in January. I don't know how to put a percentage on this. I will just say I think this is the closest they are coming to landing a five-star elite-type quarterback in a while. I think they're closer than they ever were with a Caleb Williams or a Trevor Lawrence or a Tua um, or any of these guys that came through and visited in the high school. This is the furthest along they've got with this type of prospect. No, I completely agree. And I'm, uh, you, you talk with a lot of sources about this one. And it's one of those prospects that you're wondering all right, when's the, uh, the other school or two going to enter the mix fully? Like, is Lincoln Riley going to come in and say, you know what, I need to be in on this one? Is a Texas AM going to come in? But I think the two schools that 
outside of Michigan, I'm watching our Alabama and LSU. And I was talking with another uh, reporter about this the other day. Maybe there's a path where Alabama and LSU end up with a combo of George McIntyre and Bryce Underwood. I mean, that that's a reality. A lot of people weren't talking about Alabama. Then he goes at the last weekend of June and throws for Alabama coming off that LSU visit. That was an interesting kind of shakeup there because that was a visit that kind of came together last minute. Um, we've heard the buzz around Bama and George McIntyre. You know, he's going up there um, in, Ju- in July for the um, their, their cookout or whatever they do over there in Tuscaloosa for the end of July. He's a top target for LSU. I'm just really intrigued to see how the number one and number two quarterbacks in the country play off each other in this 2025 class because it's almost like Bryce Underwood and George McIntyre have a couple similar schools in the South all in on their recruitments. Yeah, I'll just say kudos to Joe Sloan here because he's positioned himself well for the top two quarterbacks in the class by identifying them early and being kind of the, what it was the only two offers they handed out over a whole year. Um, so, and and the only other offer that went out was to uh, St. Clair, who committed to Ohio State. So at this point, there is only two offers still out, and it's to Underwood and McIntyre. Eventually, he's going to knock one of these big dominoes down. Is it this cycle? We'll see. But I go back to what I said before. This is, especially with a guy like Underwood, this is the closest LSU's coming a while to really potentially landing a number one overall player in the country who's also a quarterback. No question about it. So we'll be tracking it. Long way to uh, his decision date. Shay, let's end with a quick rapid fire here. Ranking update is coming. We'll cover that in depth next week once they're – you know, out or whenever they do come out, I forget the exact date, but I'll lead off while you can think about this. Who's your, who's your pick that you would like to see out of the LSU commits, maybe make them big move up. Who would be your big riser from this spring and summer? Some of the guys we've been able to see the guy for me that I go back to, and you wrote about him in your tidbits, but I've been on the train since I saw him uh, at that seven on seven tournament. Deshaun McBride, I think he's a top 100 player entering his senior season. What also did it for me was just how well he was able to move around in coverage once again at LSU camp. Um, He was a really big factor in that seven-on-seven tournament. You look back at that junior year, he's got nine interceptions, set the single-season record for Denim, Denim Springs. He's my guy that I think he reminds me of Grant Delpit in so many ways, and you know maybe he doesn't end up a five-star, but I think he's in that 50 to 75 range if I'm the one running the show uh, on the rankings. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I'll go, I would have said Sean McBride. I think that Joel Rogers is a guy, we have him ranked at 186 in the country, 17 safety, much like Deshaun McBride. Could he creep up a little bit in this next wave of rankings? I love both those guys. I think if you're giving me just a summer view, I'll go Juwan Johnson who we have as a four-star, 
but we don't have on the on three top 300 right now. I don't know if he's going to make it in there or not based off what we've seen this summer, but I saw him at multiple LSU camps. Uh, you did as well. He was locking down everybody. So the jump he'll have to make from quarterback in high school, which is he's amazing. He puts up huge numbers at LCA to playing defensive back in college takes a little bit of transition time. I'm not sure how long uh, that time gap might not be as big as I thought. I mean, it looks like he is ready to come in and continue to develop what he's done so far as a DB. I know he puts in a lot of work on the side there. Um, so I'm high on Juwan Johnson. I, he's one of the best athletes in Louisiana. For me, that's a top 300 prospect in the country. Agreed. I think Juwan Johnson made a lot of noise with that LSU camp. So look, rankings will come out. A lot of time to debate those. We'll be doing that on a future edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. We've got some big things in the work for you guys, works for you guys as well. Um, you know, just overall the next month doing some previews with season, uh, both with opponents and we'll get into previewing fall camp because look, we're in July. We're in it now. We're on the verge of getting to that promised land of football being back. Lots of coverage to come on the BengalTiger.com, our top 40 players nationally, uh, or excuse me, on LSU's roster are rolling out. Um, so for Shay Dixon, I'm Billy Embody. Appreciate all you guys subscribing to the Bengal Tiger YouTube channel and the site. We'll catch you next week with another edition of the Bengal Tiger Pod. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.